Hello and welcome to the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always, my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Fine. Fine. Tired. <laughs> it's only week five. Who like, isn't? <laughs> counting down the weeks. The grind. It's, oh. it's real. Yeah, it's it, it is it is it it is fucking real. And like the first year of really doing like super hardcore ranks and just trying to manage everything all in one. There's like there's not enough time in the day. There there really is, unless I want to be up till twelve o'clock at night. Which honestly, I I I I don't have time for that. I really don't. I don't. I, I don't have time for it. I admire the people that do. I I, I especially admire, and I, I I don't want to get off too much of a tangent because we're crunched on time. I admire the people that are able to work nine to five and then are able to stay out until like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I really admire those people because I don't know how you do it. I don't know where the energy, where the drive, where the motivation is to go out and be in public and look presentable enough after you've just been absolutely knackered for eight hours at doing See, this thing, doing this thing called work. So the caveat for me is I'm definitely more of a night owl than complete opposite of you. Complete opposite. Um, complete opposite. Sun, that, sun, sun goes down. It gets dark out. I want to go to bed. That's uh that's called working for a year and change at the fan. Um, yes. And working <laughs> working late hours has kind of altered my uh, body clock, so to speak. You are talking to a man who has no problem getting up at five o'clock in the morning every day, who gets up at five o'clock in the morning every day, who is in the shower by five fifteen, who is at his desk by five thirty, or on the odd occasion that I actually wanted to you know get up, get some exercise, I'll be up at four, go get some exercise, walk for an hour. Then come back and start my routine at five to be at my desk by five fifteen, five thirty. And you're also talking to a man who has never taken a night class in his life. Oh, night classes were fun. Awful. I, Horrific. I would be I would be there. I would be slumped. Well, granted, I mean I didn't commute like you did. So it's a bit it's a bit different. Well, not not even that. I mean, I mean, listen, there was a lot, there were a ton of people who did the night classes and and commuted because you know they'd be able to just go out to wherever afterwards. Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, the, it's different. The, the sun go to... the sun goes down, my eyes go shut. Well, like nine thirty, you're like, oh, I have to drive home. You know, we're like, for me, I just have to walk. I just have to walk back to my dorm. But, um, yeah, no, I, there was one night class that I really didn't like. But I took a sports documentary night class that was like probably one of my favorites Dave, that I took senior year. That's it fun. was that's fine. It was great. I the only night class I think I ever I ever took in my life was the training class for RHU. And yeah, no, after that class was done, I, I booked it out of there. People were sitting back, wanted to chat, want to talk about the economy. Dish economy. No, no, not me. I was not talking about the economy. I was not talking about politics. I was not talking about uh, what so-and-so saw on the interweb the night before. Nope, not happening. Dip, goodbye. Go home, get in my bed, and continue my insufferable life the next day. That's my. F- that's how I was then. That's how I am now. My favorite night of the training class was there was one night where John and Bruce weren't there, and the training class was like 20 minutes. That's <laughs> Yes, I, that is what I will say, is that the, when the training class was short, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. Because then I'd be all smiles. But then when I we were sitting there for two hours, I'm just like, oh, my God, I, I, I want to die. Yeah, but anyway, I we're very op- opposite in a lot of things, but polar opposites, mainly in that. Well, um, we like, have... like, Jake, like Jake and I, Jake and I recorded the uh, NFC home games. We recorded that seven fifteen this morning. It was fabulous. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like it amp early. Oh, I love it. What 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 time? If you could sleep, last thing before we get to the games. Okay. If you could sleep uninterrupted, and you go to bed at midnight, what time are you getting up? Well. The thing is, like, 
I don't like getting up in the morning, but whenever I tell people that I don't like getting up in the morning and I tell people what time I actually get up, like on the weekends, they're like, that's not early. Or, I mean, that's not late. Like I usually get up at like 10 on the weekends. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Last time I got up at 10, I was probably in middle school. <laughs> I get up at 10. I, I am an insufferable person. Or like 9.30. Like 9.30, ah! 10. Ah! I wish. I wish. See, well, now I have the full the full spectrum, the full range of reactions. Because some people say, those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. That's horrific. <laughs> those, peop- those people, I say, get a job. <laughs> but that's the weekend. That's, that's, like, that's horrific. That's horrific. That's your time off. That's your time to be productive. Do things that you actually want to do with your life. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, if anything, good. I'm more I'm more readily readily inclined to get up early on the weekend. So I have more, more time for me activities. I guess. If anything. But yeah, no, definitely like nine, nine, like around around nine or ten. Is usually when I decide to like get up and get out of bed. Different structure, different folks, Adam. Yes. All right. So we have a lot of football to talk about. Yeah, Um, we do. I'm sure that you had a fun time talking about the NFC home games with Jake and, you know, the wonderful Thursday football game that we have in store between the Bears and the Commanders. That's going to be awesome. Um, As Jake and I both said, We'll be in bed by halftime. <laughs> well, we also have another London game. The Jaguars in their international home, they, they're in their second home, their home away from home, their summer house or winter house or fall house, whatever. Um, you could, I could probably confidently say playing host to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Even though it's a Bills home <laughs> game, technically. Technically, which is weird. But nonsense. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a different stadium at a different stadium. It's at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Shine Heartline. Uh, yeah. But this should be an interesting game, though. Um, it's going to be a tough one for Trevor Lawrence, I would think, going up against that Bills defense. That, I mean, they're, they've shown vulnerability, but still, it's going to be a tough matchup. It'll be interesting to see what the Bills' defense looks like now that Tre'Davious White is 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 down. But Trevor Lawrence, a top ten starting option, you're rolling with him this week and encouraging last week. Even though it definitely wasn't pretty, you still want to see that massive boom game from Trevor Lawrence that just ha- that hasn't really come yet. Um, but you're still starting Trevor Lawrence as a uh, as a comfortable enough starting option. Yeah. Uh, what about Travis Etienne? Um, I'm lower on him this week. I mean, granted, you know, I'm what else is new? Yeah, I'm low on him. I'm low on him most weeks. Uh, he's my RB 13 this week, so he's a high end RB2 for me. Uh, you're still starting him though with with uh, with a good with a good amount of confidence. He just to me, he hasn't looked good. I've been saying this now, I feel like on repeat since week one, there's just something missing there. There's something missing with this entire Jacksonville offense, not just with Travis Etienne, but there's just something that's been missing uh, since the start of the year. And I mean, we saw what De- Devon A-Chain, Devon Achan, I, I I keep saying A-Chain, I keep saying it, Devon Achan did. Two. I thought it was A, is it A-Chan or is, is it, it A-Chan? A-Chan? I don't know. I, I see, you would know better than I. Why? <laughs> You would know you would know better than I because I've heard about five thousand different ways to say it. I think nobody knows how to say it because every every piece of media information that we were that we got on how to say you know the rookies' names was a chain. So everyone got used to saying a chain. Well, it's because it's it's because he changed it like after his breakout game, which is weird, but he changed the pronunciation. A chain. We'll go with that. It's like we'll a Gerard Gallant that, situation. If that's, wrong, if that's wrong, forgive me. But I'll I'll have to listen to. I mean, I will be listening to the Giants game because the Giants game is always on in my home next to uh, next to Red Zone on Sundays. So I'll have to listen to the Giants game and see how. I would hope it'll be Joe Davis uh, says a Chan or a I'm a, like a, a Chan a Chan. That's what that's what I said. But he he tore up the Bills defense last week, so that's promising enough signs. 
for uh, for Travis Etienne and his hopes that he could find a uh, his first boom game of the season. Yeah, um, I don't know what it is. You're right. I don't know what it is with the Jaguars' offense. Maybe they need another running back. Like, no. Honestly, I think maybe they're missing Zay Jones because he hasn't played since Week One, and Week One was when they looked the best. Like maybe. I guess he could play. He could play this weekend. He could play. I mean, how many teams you know fall apart after losing their number three receiver? falling apart though they 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 just look sluggish yeah but you think that i mean whatever maybe zay jones is is more important than we thought they've just looked sluggish it happens it's 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 not a cincinnati level of bad no and will we get to them do they where are they no no they play arizona this week oh yep okay then jake and i talked about them this morning oh that's disappointing because uh, yeah, that's like like the Bengals. That's disappointing. Um, Zay Jones was limited in practice on Wednesday. Always uh, just check your injury reports. Do they stay in in London? Like for I the don't week? know. I don't know. I would imagine so. You'd think, right? I would they probably. Think, yeah, they probably have like a like a home base built out there because they go every year. I actually think that they probably would use Craven Cottage. Huh. I guess. Well, yeah. That's the only thing that I could think of. Can you imagine? Because of uh, of Shad Khan owning Fulham. Oh, that's right. Can you imagine? That's the only thing I could think of. Fulham has to play a match on like a Saturday after Jacksonville just ripped. It well, apart. no, they played. They played Monday. They played Monday oh, yeah. against against Chelsea. They got they got the uh, they played on what would have been Jacksonville's off day. I think I think Fulham are are away this weekend. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I could check that information. We can we can talk we can talk with the uh, the receivers. Yeah, um, because I'm wondering like they should have maybe they should build a practice facility. Um, why would they do that? Unless they're going to move to London. Well, because they're there, like because they're there every year. No, they are home. They are home. Hmm. So maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? But that would be my logical estimation. Uh, okay. So, yeah, the receivers. So, like, I, we already kind of talked about uh, Zay Jones. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he won't. Uh, what about Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley? I mean, I would be starting both of them. But, again, I think Christian Kirk is being slept on. Yet again, he's a barely a top 24 receiver in the ECR. Cal Ridley, borderline top 12 receiver. It's just, it's it's so strange how this industry is just holding on to this hope with Ridley that there's going to be such a difference between Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. I have Ridley at 14. I have Kirk at 17. They are nearly identical to me. And Christian Kirk yes. has been has been the go-to guy since week number one. Well, I mean, week one wasn't really a great game for Christian Kirk. No, no, it was a, it was a Calvin Ridley game. But since then, it's been all Christian Kirk. It's true. Now, could this weekend be a Calvin Ridley game? Sure. It's like I've been saying all along. You're, you're just hoping that you're going to find the week where your guy out of Ridley and Kirk is going to pop off. And for the last three weeks, it's been Kirk. Well... Like I've said a couple of times, what is fantasy football if not a series of of educated guesses? Right. <laughs> right. Now, do I think that this could be a Ridley game now that Tredavious White is 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 done? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Am I willing to bank on it? No. As obviously shown by the way that I have these two ranked. Nearly identical. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess the we don't have time. We don't have time to do this. Uh, talk about your feelings on the fantasy football industry. We don't have time. Save it for the offseason. Um, Everything's <laughs> tribal. There you go. You want well, it? There you, it is. Okay. Uh, last but not least, Evan Ingram. Yep. Start him. All right. Start him. All right. Moving on to the Bills. 
Um, Dawson Knox limited practice on Wednesday. Damian Harris limited on practice in practice on Wednesday. Um, Von Miller will practice. Von Miller yep. will practice on Wednesday. After, so after, after the ACL injury from last year, yeah, his first practice back. All right. So that's going to be interesting for the Bills' defense. and um, But obviously you're starting Josh Allen, you're starting Stephon Diggs, and really the it's everything else in between that you're looking at. I think in deep 12-team leagues, you could start Latavius Murray because he, he's kind of been the de facto goal line guy. He's completely usurped. Damian Harris, and it's been James Cook, Latavius Murray for the Bills. Deep leagues or if you have buy issues, yeah, you could definitely start Latavius Murray in a pinch. No, no doubt about it, and just hope that he scores. And and you're right. also starting Gabe Davis. Two straight weeks of the touchdown. Has a very good chance here to make it three. Yep, and then even if like if Dawson Knox doesn't play for some, for whatever reason, are you looking at Kincaid? Well, if Dawson Knox doesn't play, yeah, you're, yeah, you're starting Kincaid. If there's right. no Knox, you are absolutely 100% starting Kincaid. But I think he's going to play. So that relegates Kincaid to being a mid-tight end, too. And then you'd be starting Knox? No. Wouldn't start either. Okay. Wouldn't start All either. Right. But if there's no Knox, yeah, fire up Kincaid. Okay, we have the uh, Titans and the Colts next in Indianapolis. Um, Traylon Burks is the only player really of note on the injury report. Um, he was out last week, but honestly, are you really even starting Traylon Burks anyway? No. At this point? Nope. No, absolutely not. Um, Ryan Tannehill? No. Derek Henry, duh. Um, well, I apologize to anybody who actually listened to me after after last week when I believe I said that I would I was gonna I well I did bench Derek Henry in a spot, um, but yeah no no we we we've learned our lesson that is not we, happening again. Last week we were basically sitting Shiva for Derek Henry's career. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I I, I think we were. Um, we were definitely feeling negative, but I, I don't think the words that, you know, he's done ever came out of either one of our mouths. I don't think. No, but I mean, it wasn't <laughs> our outlook is better this week. That's for sure. I would say the outlook is murky every single week, but I think this week in what should be a pretty competitive enough game. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll stay involved. And that's, that, I think, is what the biggest takeaway is now with Derrick Henry. Is if you look at games where if the Titans could get their doors blown off, then you have an opportunity to sit Derrick Henry. But if they aren't going to be in close games that will be at least competitive enough where Derrick Henry could realistically get 25 touches, then, yes, you start him. Yeah, and that's just an educated guess to layer on top of all the other educated guesses. Because basically, right. you don't you don't know, you know, Look at the. Yeah, I mean, could 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 the Colts come out and blow the doors off of the Titans, thirty-five to three? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure people thought that the Bengals were going to, you know, annihilate the Titans last week, and obviously that went the other way. I don't know about about annihilate, but I did say Joe Burrow was my start of the week, and you know where did that go? Yeah. Um, and then uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, I'd start him. Colts, cor- Colts corners are absolutely dreadful. So yeah, I would start him, and I, I, I think he scores this week. Finally, finally, good for him. All right, here's the big news with the Colts: the news that everybody is all crazy about, Mister Jonathan Taylor. He was listed as a full participant in practice. Yeah, it's. Unbelievable. I, I did not think this would be coming, but yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't practice today, but it was it was an estimation. And that if he if they were to have practiced today, 
he would have practiced full. They, they didn't practice today? No, it was an estimation. Oh. Yeah, it was an estimation. Let me just check my, my oh, notes. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Why didn't they, I wonder why they didn't practice. Some teams just do that. I some guess team, some teams just some teams just do that. Um but yeah, if if, if Jonathan Taylor is back, he's a low end RB two for me because the Titans is a tough first matchup for him. But again, with buys, you may have to be forced to play in Jonathan Taylor. And some people spend a first round pick on him, some people spend a second round pick on him, and they've been waiting for this opportunity. And if they held on to him and uh went through receiving shitty trade offer after shitty trade offer after shitty trade offer for him. This is like what they've been waiting for. So it's hard for me to suggest to anybody that they should be, you know, sitting Jonathan Taylor and letting it play itself out. Is it possible that he gets, you know, eased back in a little bit and it's a, a starting committee with Zach Moss. Yeah, it's, it's definitely possible, but it's very hard for me to, to suggest to someone that a guy that you spent a second round pick on, it's been out for the first four weeks that you've been dying to play. Uh, hard for me to say that you should hold them out of your lineups. If you can, I would. But if you can't and you're eager to play them, I understand why. Yeah, well, if you have, you know, Jerome Ford, Austin Eckler, Kenneth Walker or Rashad White on your team, then you might be in a situation where you might have to play Jonathan Taylor. Coincidentally, those are the only four teams on by. I didn't mention right. that. I did that on the on the review show. But for those that do not know, uh, it's the Cleveland Browns, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right, and just by. to get, and just to give everyone like sort of a, a a realm of guys that I'd be starting over him, where you could have, you know, these guys conflicting, like a little mailbag preview, I guess. I'd rather Ooh. start James Conner. I'd rather start Pacheco. I'd rather start Kamara. I'd rather start A-Chain. I'd rather start Kyron Williams. I'd rather start David Montgomery. I'd rather start Brian Robinson on Thursday. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, sweet. Uh, two weeks is going to be the Bibocalypse, just so you know. Yeah. Six, team, six teams on by. Yep. <laughs> so have fun with that. Um. All right. And then moving on to the quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Start. I mean, yeah. Start. Fire him up. This this is a a boom play, I think. The combo of he could make plays with his legs on his own. He might have to in order to get some some rushing upside for for the Colts when the Titans have just stopped everybody on the ground so so far this year. And the combo of the Titans corners and secondary hasn't stopped anybody. Um, yeah, this could be a, a really, really, really big day for Anthony Richardson. I believe I have him as my QB six or seven. Yeah, he's my QB seven. Right behind right behind Kirk Cousins, which that is definitely a toss up. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting matchup for Kirk Cousins. I, I'm up- moving I'm moving Anthony Richardson to six. That's how much I love him this week. I love him. Fire him up. Well, as we always say, take a shot. Uh, You can you can't run on the Titans, but you can throw on them. Yep. So you can. Michael Pittman, fire him up. Fire him up. Yeah, I believe I have him as a. Is he a star? Is he a wide receiver too for me? He is. Oh yeah, he's a high end wide receiver too for me. Yeah, I have I have him over Ridley. Yeah, Star Pittman. Wow. Yep, Star Pittman. And then I mean Mo, Mo Ali Cox is, is injured, but I don't know. Are you really starting a Colts tight end at this point? Monitor Kylan Granson. That would be the one that I would say keep an eye out for. All right. Um any of the defenses in this one? Absolutely not. Okay. There you go. Um, actually, uh, if you're desperate, Colts. I don't know. If you're desperate. You just said that you think that DeAndre Hopkins is going to score in this game. Yeah. I said if you're desperate. Oh, well, yeah. If you're desperate. If they're you're desperate. There are a ton of other defenses that I like more. 
Yeah. All right. Next game. Including the Houston Texans, mind you. Yeah, which is a wild. Can you imagine? Like, Well, it's Desmond Ritter. It's Desmond Ritter, so. Or as you like to call him, Desmond Mitter. Desmond Mitter. Oh, that poor guy. All right. Next game. The New York football giants going down to South Florida to play the Miami Dolphins where they will get absolutely murdered. Oh, oh, oh my God. This is going to be oh. wolf. This is going to be something. Yeah, the Giants with like barely an offensive line going up against Miami's defense. Yeah, start the Miami defense wherever you have them. Um, Christian Wilkins could have a big, 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 big day. Yeah, it's going to be uh oh boy. I don't even know. I mean, the Giants. Ugly. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Ugly. Um, okay, so let's start with the Giants, shall we? Yeah, sure. Uh, who are you starting? Uh, Daniel Jones in 12 team leagues is, is still startable enough. In 10, I think you could find better options on your waiver wire. Uh if Saquon Barkley plays, then I guess you kind of have to. But uh, no, like I, I for for everybody's sake, I hope not. And for anybody who's saying that they want to trade for 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 Saquon right now, I honestly don't think that Saquon's going to be helping the Giants. I think the Giants just stink. Their offensive line stinks. The offense as a whole stinks. What's Saquon Barkley going to come in and do? How how is he gonna make the situation any better than what it already is? He he's just not. He's just not. It's it's Barkley's just look. He's just looking like a bad pick, and it, honestly, not his fault. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, and then there is no pass catcher on the Giants that I would be starting outside of Darren Waller. But Wandell Robinson, keep monitoring him because he could definitely be very, very, very interesting, especially if the Giants are going to stink. They'll be throwing a ton, and Wandale has been the the first look, even over Darren Waller, really, for Daniel Jones. I mean, Darren Waller, like, he just hasn't, he hasn't found a connection with Daniel Jones yet. Well, no, because he's, he's they're having him line up legitimately all over the park. Um, but you're still being I mean, tight end is so thin. So it's like, you know, I, I, I doubt that you have a better option on your bench that you could be starting over Darren Waller. Waller's my tight end seven this week. So mid he's a mid tight end one. And the guys that I have, that I have above him, I mean, unless you have like Sam Laporta, then, then I mean, good for you, but Ingram, Kittle, Laporta, Andrews, Hawkinson, Kelsey are the ones that I have ahead of him. I doubt that you have any of those names outside of, of course, of Laporta. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's easy. And on the other side of the coin, you're starting all your dolphins. Uh, yeah, you're starting to, uh, a chain. Definitely most are. Yeah, still, but getting a little bit iffy. I see for, for most are, uh, yeah, that guy, Terry kill. You're starting Jalen Waddle. That one is interesting. That one is really interesting. Cause I think, you know, Tyreek kill the Tyree kill effect we're we're feeling it a little bit. Waddle's my tight end, my my tight end, my wide receiver twelve this week. So still a low end, still end low end wide receiver one. Uh, I just feel like that this is a bounce back game that we're going to see Jalen Waddle potentially score in, in this one. Well, it's a get right game for everybody on the Dolphins after last week. Well, they lost to the Bills. I mean, I don't I don't know if I would say you know that that that's a, that's a damning loss or anything. Well, I mean, you know. Exactly. What's the get them. right game? Is it, is it for Devon A. Chain? He had 101 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Okay, fine. It's not not for him. Oh, He's sorry. It, was, it wasn't a 200 yard rushing day. No, he didn't score 50 points. What a disappointment! That's a massive disappointment. Massive, He's... massive letdown. And you're not starting a, a, a tight end for the Dolphins. Okay. You know, I did hear a little nugget today that the Dolphins could be in on Kyle Pitts. Oh my! Fuck that! Just that would be awesome for fantasy. That would be awesome. For fantasy Point blank period. <laughs> Tua, A-Chain, A-Chan, A-Chan, Hill, Waddle, Pitts. Whew. There's only one football bird. And Mike McDaniel 
He loves him a nice tight end. He he does. He had George Kittle all those years. Get that man to Miami or get that man to Dallas. And we are in cash money territory. Cool. Kyle Pitts on the Cowboys would be pretty sick, though. Oh, that'd be amazing. I would love it. <laughs> I mean, that's really the two realistic landing spots for like contenders. Oh, no, there are more. Ooh, what about the Bengals? Bengals, yeah. That'd be fun. Bengals, yeah, definitely. Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, that's the true. Rams. Yeah, because... no, the Rams just signed Tyler Higby to that huge contract. Okay, and what did what did the Patriots do with Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki? This is Sean McVay. Anything oh, outside, anything outside the box is very much in the box for him. Okay, so trading the asset to go to Kyle Pitts and have Kyle Pitts, you know, with with Tyler Higby on the field uh, at the same time, not a possibility. I mean, Pell, two of the greatest tight ends of the modern era, share the same field together. Gronk, no, and, I'm aware, and Hernandez, I'm aware. So it's doable. It is doable. Um, that's true. There was the the duo of Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett that everybody was salivating over uh, like five years ago. Who? 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 I don't know. Who's, the general, who's salivating over? The general populace. The general fantasy public. On Reddit? I, w- I wasn't even on Reddit. Gonna say that I was not. I was not. No, I know. I've, I've well, never salivated about a Tyler Higby Gerald Everett duo in my life. I know. Well, you wanted Gerald Everett to leave because you love Tyler Higby so much. Well, I did love Tyler Higby. I did. I still do. <laughs> I still do. He's my he's my tight end in about three or four spots. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on. We have so much to talk about in little time. Um, next game, Saints Patriots. Uh, in Foxborough, Derek Carr is probably going to play again. Yeah, he's going to play. He played last week, so. Yeah, he just stinks. Sorry, yeah. Adam. He just stinks. Well, he's hurt, probably. He's probably on this. Even before the injury. Stinky. Stinky, stinky poo-poo. Well, he's worse now. When was he good? No, what? <laughs> I will. Do I need to say it again? Stinky, stinky, poo poo. No, I, I'm aware. Yeah. No, not Derek Carr. No, 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 no. Yeah. Alvin Kamara? Yes. Yes. Like another 20 targets. Especially in PPR. Hell yeah. Half and full. Yep. Five up. And then the receivers. Uh,. A little worrying if if Carr is going to be limited, but you don't have really have a choice but to start Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas, you could start, and Shahid, I wouldn't be starting. And then, are you starting the bouncer if he plays? No, no. the 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 bouncer has uh, has a nightclub that he's going to be attending outside of Foxborough, so he won't be he won't be able to catch passes. But what I will oh. say with the the Saints receivers, Christian Gonzalez out for the year. That sucks. That's a, a huge weapon on defense that the Patriots are going to be down. They did trade for J.C. Jackson today. So, you know, to get a place where he made a name for himself, back home in Foxborough with, with, with Bill Belichick, wouldn't surprise me to see him become an all-pro again. Just because this is what Bill Belichick does. Guys come back into the Bill Belichick circle after making a name for themselves in the Bill Belichick circle, and they ball out. Yeah, it's magic. Space magic. It's magic. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, for New England, Mac Jones, no, Ramondre Stevenson, no, no, I wouldn't, unless you have to, unless you have to, unless you have to. He's my, he's my RB twenty three. So, make that what you will. Back to back between him and Jonathan Taylor for me, but I'd See? be starting, I'd be starting starting Alexander Madison over him, and I'd be starting Brees Hall over him. Yeah, I think so. Brees Hall stock kind of going up. I am so happy I picked him up Where it's, when somebody dropped into waivers. Kind of. 
kind of going up. Have to have to wait and see and see what Zach Wilson if he could do it again. But in Denver. if the offense could be sustainable, then Brees Hall stock is definitely going up. Yeah, well, you know, if they open the playbook for once in their goddamn lives. I wouldn't bet on that. <laughs> no, it's the Nathaniel Hackett revenge game. He's gonna open the fuck out of that playbook. We have to hope so. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Um, we will be talking about that game, but not now. Uh, what about Zeke? No. Anybody else? Hunter Receivers? Henry. Hunter, Hunter Henry, Henry, that's it. Okay. Great. I love Hunter Henry. Here. Hall of Famer. Friend of the podcast. That is a friend. Yes. Have you talked to have you talked to him recently? Uh, not recently, him? no. Might have to reach out for an interview. That would be fun. Great guy. Did, love you, him. did you know that my friend Adam thinks that you're a hall, a potential Hall of Fame tight end? He's also a Jets fan. Yeah. He also hates that you sign with the Patriots. He hates that you made a great career choice for yourself and set your family up for generational wealth. Yeah. Well, I mean, the money part is the part that's a good career choice, but I mean, signing with the Patriots. The post Brady Patriots is probably not the greatest career choice in the world as far Adam, as success. If you were if you were offered five hundred thousand dollars to sign with the New York Jets or five hundred million dollars to sign with the New England Patriots, guess where you're signing? <laughs> it's a <laughs> for how long? Like a day? Uh five uh ten year contract. Ten year oh god. Ten year contract. Mm. Yeah. That's like the you're money. signing with the fucking Patriots. Yeah, I'll, I'll hate yes. every minute of it. Yes, but it, it, it. it's the same thing for me. If the Philadelphia Eagles offered me a ten-year, five hundred million dollar contract, versus the Dallas Cowboys that offered me a te- a ten-year, five hundred thousand dollar contract, guess where I'm going? I'm flying those stupid wings. Go birds! I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot say that. Okay, that's fair. Fly, team, fly. Fly, team, fly. Uh, we're all talking about another bird team, actually. Uh, it's not that one, because you and Jake already talked about the birds. The birds. This is the uh, Ravens and the Steelers in in Pittsburgh. God, this game's going to be brutal. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, I mean, can you pick up my play? It's not really going to help. Didn't tear his ACL, so that's good. But, yeah, I don't know if it's going to yeah. help. You're still going to get murdered. More than likely. Although, honestly, it's the Ravens. Or, so... or the Ravens won't look won't look that good, and they'll keep it interesting until the third quarter, and the Ravens decide they're going to play football and then blow them out of the goddamn stadium. Hey, wait a minute. That's the Steelers' trick. The Steelers always play down in their competition and, and then take it seriously in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's Like a true. guy playing Madden leading up in his chair. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so who knows at this point? Anything could happen. Anything can happen. Um, but let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. And Lamar Jackson, you're starting him. You're not really starting yeah. any of the running backs. Say Flowers, you're starting. Mark Andrews, you're starting. Yeah. Did I, did I that much better myself. <laughs> Hashtag That's analysis. Hashtag analysis. Keep an All eye right. out. Keep an eye out. And this is where I am gonna credit. I'm gonna credit Reddit for a second. Keep an eye out for Keaton Mitchell. He's IR eligible. I'm just saying, he's not going to cost you much. Keaton Mitchell, remember the name, pick him up, stash him on IR. Could be activated this week, though. So, if you have an available roster spot, you might have to clear it. Keaton Mitchell. So, what's the deal with Keaton Mitchell? Undrafted rookie and led led the FBS in, ru- in rushing yards last year. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. And might have an opportunity to win this job. He might. All right. Um, Pittsburgh. So Kenny Pickett might play. And I mean, that really changes everything. Does um, it? Does it? Well, compared to Kenny Pickett, compared to Mitch Trubisky. Does it? Adam. Not really. Who are we kidding? There's no Pat Fryermuth. The There's running no backs Johnson. are a mess. There's no Deontay Johnson. No. The only Pittsburgh player that you are starting with some level of confidence 
and this is pushing it when I say some level of confidence, is George Pickens. That's it. Yep. That's it. It's just George Pickens. There's no other Pittsburgh Steelers player that I am starting right now. Because this whole Najee Harris and Jalen Warren thing is a goddamn nightmare. Not a fan. No, no. The, the, this is uh, this is not good. This is not good. As a, for... as a manager currently living the dream of Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, I hate it. I want off this ride. Uh, yeah, and uh, definitely not going to happen. 15 no. touches for Harris, 14 touches for Jalen Warren. But that's what everyone wants to see. An even split. I will say, fantasy. though, full point full point PPR in deeper leagues, if you think the Steelers are really going to get track raced, Jalen Warren is a flex in full point PPR only. Could be okay because of the pass catching ability. Yeah. Six. Six of the 14 touches for Jalen Warren were receptions. One of the 15 touches for Najee were receptions. So, pass-catching guy is Warren. Which is weird because Najee caught a lot of passes his rookie year, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, No. No, but then again, that was also Ben Roethlisberger whose arm was shot, as I pointed out. Yeah, it's true. It very much was. His arm was absolutely shot. And that year was a complete and total outlier. He had 74 receptions. That's unheard. He will never sniff 74 receptions. Ever. Well, he was. Ever. I, I don't, I, I, Adam, I don't give a bollocks. He will never sniff 74 receptions again. He was being utilized like Mike Tomlin had him on his fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. Or he, will never sit, he will never sit that again. Matt or Canada, said, Matt Canada yeah. does not have Najee Harris. No, probably not. Matt Canada probably has Jalen Warren in his fantasy team. More than likely. <laughs> and every defense that the Steelers are playing that week, he just streams. He streams. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, the Ravens defense, if they're on uh, waivers, then you should have picked them up. Yeah. Because they're yep. they're a good play. Very good play. Very, very, very good play. And the Mac Canada references all allegedly, all allegedly, and Canada. yeah, and please Canada. don't, please yeah, don't come don't, after we us. We don't want to get sued. We don't want to get please, sued. Please, please don't come after us. Yeah, okay, totally kidding. Absolutely kidding. Okay. Um. Oh, the only AFC game that is in the four twenty five slot is the Jets. Yay! Go team. Jets in Denver against the Broncos in the play returning to the scene of the crime. Make sure Brees Hall's knee is wrapped up in bubble wrap. And also Elijah Vera Tucker's shoulder is wrapped in bubble wrap. And fuck Sean Payton. And fuck Sean Payton. I want them to hang 70 on Sean Payton because Me of too. what he said in the offseason. Me too. That'd be very funny. I used to like Sean Payton, but now fuck, fuck him. him. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Fuck him. All right, this is going to be uh, so. Do the Jets do it again? Win or keep it close? Well, look like a competent offense. I don't see why they can't. I mean, the Broncos just released their best pass rusher today. Yeah. Why? Also, why? I have no fucking idea. Me neither. And Zach All Wilson's I know used is to- Jerry. Ring, 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 ring. Hi, Randy. Yeah, I know you fucked us when we wanted to give you a multi-year deal, but now that didn't work out after just over a year in Denver. Uh, we could use you back in Dallas. You know, we have a great defense now that you know, you've you've subsequently departed us. Uh, we'll give you a one-year, three million dollar contract to come back to Dallas and help us win a goddamn Super Bowl. No, you want to do the Mary Jane? Well, it's legal now. You could do that. Oh, okay, you're down. All right, cool. All right, I'll have the spliff ready. All right, peace. <laughs> That's what allegedly the phone the phone conversation was like. Yeah, emphasis on the word allegedly. Allegedly, yes. <clears throat> allegedly in all caps. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Hey, listen, Zach Wilson is used to playing at high altitudes. He went to BYU. He did. Go Cougs. Yeah, go Cougs. 
it's underrated. Utah is uh, is in the mountains at elevation. Problem is, there's no outdoor venues where we get to see this high elevation in play. The what only Lavella Edwards Stadium is outdoors. Yeah, but Adam, it's BYU. It's BYU. And it's Utah. It's the Pac-12. For us on the East Coast, that's a completely different world. The only Pac-12 that we're consistently hardcore watching is when the USC Trojans and the Oregon Ducks are on television. And and now Colorado, I guess. Actually, BYU is in the Big 12. Oh, they are in the oh, that's right. That's right. They are in the Big 12 now. You're thinking of the of the Utah Utes. Yes, I am. I am thinking of the Utes. I am yeah. thinking of the Utes. Were BYU always in the Pac 12? Uh, the Big 12? No, they were independent for a long time. That's uh, right. For, they were independent and they just joined the Big 12. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. That's and then they were they were in the whack before that. That's it. That's it. Yep. 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 That's 100% right. They were with in the Bo- whack. With Boise State. Yep. And Utah State. Yes. And yes. New Mexico, that's, whatever. That's a thousand percent correct. Yeah. Anyway, hey, BYU is going to have Oklahoma. The Oklahoma Sooners are going to be coming into Lavelle Edwards. Yeah, beat them, beat them, please. <laughs> Fuck Will Venables. Fuck anybody associated with Clemson. Anyway. I hate Clemson. Do you hate Clemson? I really hate Clemson. I can go either way with Clemson. Fuck him. Dabo and his fucking khakis. Just want to throw fucking paint on him. He is kind of a, a curmudgeon. Even though I, he's pretty, I think, we, I think yeah. what you meant to say, Adam, was pretentious prick. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're just going to, you know. Adam. I don't, Adam. It is my responsibility as man of the people, big time cursor. Just like all of you, you know, you 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 beautiful people, non one percenter, you know, these one percenters, they really like to hold in their thoughts, be very prim, very proper. Whereas us common folk, us big time cursors, we we, we like to get our thoughts out there. Have you ever known sure me as it's somebody my to job not curse? to say the things that a you may not want to say, but you know, and b say the things that the common folk know. Us common folk. I mean, in the years that you've known me, have you ever known me as somebody that shies away from cursing? No, but I have known you as someone that shies away from 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 character assassinations, alleged character assassinations. <laughs> alleged. That's a fair. Po- well, yeah. I mean, you know. No shit. It's a fair point. That's all I do is speak is speak the truth. Okay. Well, I guess your your thoughts towards Clemson are basically my thoughts towards Alabama because Nick Saban, fuck him. Also. Fuck him. Bird, Bird just really hit his hand on something. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll break the fourth wall here. I just absolutely annihilated my knuckle on my desk. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it could be worse. It could be a funny bone, I guess. Which, you know, you know what they all say. It ain't funny. It's never, it's never funny. It's never funny. <laughs> it's never funny. No, um, no it is much not. Like- much like Nick Saban, never funny. Never. No, no. The the forced humor in those Aflac commercials, ugh, terrible. Ugh. Now Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is funny. Underratedly funny. Thank you. See, we're making progress here. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of a dick though. See, that's what I love. That's what I love. <laughs> I love dicky humor. I love it. It makes me smile. His, I feel like half the time he's unintentionally funny, like he's not trying to joke around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 a- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I remember listening to his answers after the uh, Patriots got blown up by the Rams in 2020, and I'm like, this is good, this is comedy gold. But Bill Elchek was not happy. <laughs> the more cross Bill is, the better. Because yeah. the content just spews out. Run Cincinnati. Run Cincinnati. Run Cincinnati. I, I, it's the best. It, it's the best meme ever. It, honestly. Yeah. It, it, it is the best. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Great guy. All right. Let's talk more about the Jets. Sure. 
Um, so if they're a competent offense, you're not starting Zach, obviously. No, 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 you're not starting Zach. Brees Hall. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. This is Brees, this is Brees Hall's job. Dalvin Cook needs to be traded ASAP. Yeah, Dalvin Cook looked terrible. He doesn't want to be Sunday. there. He just doesn't want to be there. No, he just he, literally it's like a Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hacker, like, let's push the second and long button. Yeah. And the second the second and long button or third and long button is Dalvin Cook. Honestly, I would take him in Dallas in a heartbeat. I know that there were, you know, links with him in the offseason, but I would take him in Dallas in two seconds. I mean, the Jets have Michael Carter and and is, Izzy. Is he a Banacanda? Yeah. I would yeah. I would much rather see what you have at a Banacanda than stick down the cook. Yeah. I don't know. Much at rather. least Michael at least Michael Carter has energy, even though he like has stone hands. Right. Right. He actually you know, hits the hole hard. Dalvin Cook is just going 20 miles an hour. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. He's like going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. Although Rob Sala did say that Brees Hall is no longer on a pitch count. So. Hallelujah. There's a 20-spot difference though in my ranks. Brees Hall is my RB21. Cook my RB41. Yeah, but like you really can't start Dalvin Cook at this point with any sort of confidence. No, 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 no. He's droppable. He's definitely droppable. If If you need a roster spot, you could get away with dropping him for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Garrett Wilson, if uh, things you have continue, to. you have to, especially, with, especially after last week where it looked like him and Zach, you know, they found a little something. Yeah. You have to. Honestly, I might even think that Alan Lazard is like a sneaky play in deeper leagues. Sure. Sure. In deeper leagues. Yeah. And then you're not starting CJ Uzama or Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin at this Conklin point. Conklin is one to monitor. Uzama, no. Yeah. Um, and then for Denver. So Russell Wilson. Mid starting option. Well, is Javante gonna play in this game? Um they're saying he's day to day. So it's possible. I saw crazy bids for Jaleel McLaughlin. Crazy. Oh, I can imagine. And it's like not it's if if Javante misses, he might only miss a game. So people are dropping 35, 40% of their fab on a guy that at best might only get a week as the starter. And it's not even like the matchup is that good. It's against the Jets. Who's yeah. say what you want about the Jets, their defensive line is still really good. And sure. They got carved up by Isaiah Pacheco. Fine. Well, most of that was because of, you know, holding and tripping and bullshit. Allegedly. Sure. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Sure. But we can't also say that the Jets defensive line did not get manhandled literally and figuratively by the Chiefs. That's a good offensive line the Chiefs have. I, I would even say a very good, if not great, offensive line. Yeah. The Broncos do not have that. So the Broncos are not going to move the Jets defensive line at the same success as the Chiefs did. Oh, Quentin Williams is going to have a field day against that offensive line. He might. Yeah, he just might. He just might. So I, he's a speculative play, Jaleel McLaughlin. If it's Javante, I'm not starting any of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he looked good on one drive. Jaleel McLaughlin did the most. So, the most that I would move McLaughlin up to right now. Right now, I have McLaughlin as my RB thirty-three. The most I would move him up to would probably be my RB thirty-one behind Gus Edwards. Yeah, I mean that's not great. No, he's a flex. He's a flex play at best. And people were dropping 35-40% of their fab on him. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can't really rationalize it, but... No, no, I can't either. Uh, Jerry Judy, he was limited in practice on Wednesday with the knee, but... He'll play. He'll he'll play. He'll play. Um, 
and really you want Cortland Sutton out of this group anyway. It's just Cortland Sutton for right now. It is just Cortland Sutton for right now. And then anybody else? Like I don't even know who the tight end is at this point. No, no, not Adam Trapman. Oh no, right. It is Adam Trapman. The uh, no, 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 you know, no, 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 absolutely not. No chance. Legend. No chance. Uh, what about the defenses? Um, the Jets probably. All right, the Jets cool. probably. All right, I'm just making sure that we didn't forget anything before we go into Monday Night Football, and we have a revenge game, a big revenge game. We do. It is a Devonte Adams revenge game. At home, though. At At home, home, though. though. Yeah, at home. But still. Still a revenge game, nonetheless. Yes, it is still a revenge game, nonetheless. All right. Let's see if the Packers can come back from getting embarrassed on Thursday Night Football at home by the Detroit Lions. And let's see if the Raiders can, you know, salvage something out of their dog shit season. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be any promises about that, but considering you have three of their star players that all seemingly want out right now. So, you know, that's really awesome man management by Josh McDaniels and uh, Mark Davis. I am frankly shocked that, jo- that Josh McDaniels made it through the year and into a second year. Because they probably couldn't afford to fire him after they fired Gruden. Yeah. Well, did they get out of that because of stuff? Oh, uh, they fired it. If they fired him with cause, then, then yes. But I believe, I believe, is there not ongoing litigation with that? I, I can't. Or is speak that against that. the NFL and not against the Raiders? Honestly, I don't know enough about it. To yeah, I don't know either. I, I know enough to be dangerous. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Yeah, I won't say, I won't say anything more about it because, well, you know, I'm not. Please don't like I us. said, I, I, I know enough to be dangerous. Yeah. And I just don't know enough about the litigation to actually say anything of substance. So, um, yeah, let's get into it with the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love, you're starting him in this game. Maybe not as confidently as you did last week. Still but... a bit starting option, though. Yeah. And it's against the Raiders, so... It's true. I mean, yeah, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon also. Yeah. Are you starting them? Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Okay. Yes. Um, and then the receivers. It's gotten a lot more interesting with Christian Watson back in the fold. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it definitely yeah. has. And I mean, you might be in a situation. There are a lot of good receivers on by this week. So you might be in a situation where you have to start Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Yeah. To name a few. Amari Cooper. But Watson, Watson, I kind of think he needs a bounce back week and you can't really start him right now. But Dobbs, I think is a low end wide receiver three. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could definitely do it. Yeah. Um, and then Luke Musgrave, if he plays, he's still in concussion protocol, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, yes. But we haven't seen anybody be able to bounce back from a concussion and play the week after since Kenny Pickett did it last year. So safe bet would say Luke Musgrave doesn't play. And it would be uh, Tucker Craft. That's the starting tight end then for the Packers. Yeah. So find somebody on waivers if you don't already. Or Correct. maybe you have a maybe you already have a second tight end. So we'll and you do start him. Right. Um cool. He was spotted practicing on Tuesday. Tuesday? Oh. Okay. But he's still in the protocol. So Yes. We'll see. And then for the Vegas Raiders, speaking of quarterbacks or speaking of players in the concussion protocol, Jimmy G. Yeah, he might Let's be see. he might be back this week. 
I would think he would be back this week after missing after missing last week, and that would be a big boost to the likes of well, Devontae had a huge game, even with Aiden O'Connell, and Jacoby Myers did not have a big game. So I think that that big return of Jimmy Garoppolo would be huge for Jacoby Myers. Yeah, and that's the only player of note on the injury report. So it could be pretty big if Garoppolo comes back. He's the only one you want to monitor here. And then you're starting Josh Jacobs. You're starting Devontae Adams. Anybody else? Jacoby Myers? Maybe. Jacoby Myers, yeah. Yeah, Jacoby yeah. Myers, absolutely. And no tight end. All right. Defenses? No. All right. Awesome. Well, another week of previews is in the books. Stay tuned for Saturday where we have the mailbag as always with yep. Bird and Jake going over all your questions and your starts of the week and Thursday Night Football. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review and let us know what you think of the podcast and how much you love us and the podcast and everything about fantasy football. Yes, Bird. <laughs> I just like to smile. Okay. Well, who doesn't? It's a, it's a great feeling. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes, find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Bert Saul, I'm Anna Caster. We'll talk to you next time. Good timing. I was like, I was mid-yawn, like ready to go to bed. Okay, well, yeah, we'll see you on Saturday mailbag. Uh, take care, Don. Bye-bye. Everybody.